Hi, everybody, and welcome to Red Wings Rant, where tirades and impassioned pleas for your Detroit Red Wings finally have a home. Hey, there's Brother Mike, mi hermano. Bum, bum. Mike, how you doing? He gave an oh no, ladies and gentlemen. Is that my audio that's not working or his? We'll find out shortly. I'm going to guess. Nick, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear Mike. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Please hold. Mike will be right back. Well, um, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for, for coming. Um, here's the thing. If you guys can't hear me, please comment right now. I know you can't really see or hear if you couldn't hear me and I'm asking you to comment. I can't hear you. It'd be wonderful if somebody was just like, yeah, this is funny. Okay, Matt's talking and, and nothing's happening. All right, Richard Perkins, I can hear you both. I can hear you. Thanks, Cribson. Mike's back. Everybody said they could hear you, Mike. Oh, man, I couldn't hear anything. All right, I'm back. Perfect. <clears throat> um, well, that kind of killed. I wanted to open this up with one of... Uh, our, our celebratory, you know, jumping in the air. Uh, Mike, this is you. You got to watch last night. Um, I had to. I got. I jumped out of my three. seat like ten times, and I yeah. could hear the lady behind me saying, "Does he have to get up for every goal?" Yeah, oh my I'm gonna God. do it again. Come Woo! on. Uh, what was your favorite goal last night, Mike? Uh, my favorite one was the one where Kane only got credit for an assist, but really he should have got a credit for a goal because he is the pinball wizard. Um, <laughs> the way he caromed that in was was just perfect. Um, I met not since you know maybe Pavel Datsuk. I know that it's hard to uh, bring up such a cherished name um, in front of someone like yourself, but yeah. Uh, that's what it looks like. Like his playmaking, it he's not even fast. Matt, I'm glad that that hip, that Undertaker hip, is working. But he is not a fast player. But he's just so quick in like two, like in a phone booth. He's phone booth quick. Yeah. Um, and he makes so many intelligent moves out there. It's just it brings a smile to your face every single time he touches the oh, puck. Look at look at the way that he handles this puck back from Larkin. Like this is so many people right now are challenging the uh and and everybody if you're listening to the podcast just head on over to the youtube we're watching right now we're watching the uh dylan larkin to bring kane uh three on what was it three on two uh break um but watch watch the way he takes this puck from dylan larkin like this is what you're talking about like we're we're making the argument that there's less attempts right and every analytics person is trying to figure <laughs> out how are there less attempts on net but the red wings can't find a way to lose it's and we've talked about it. It's taking advantage of those attempts that you get, and and that's hard to quantify. So it's creating quite the discourse uh, uh, from the uh, analytics field. But like this is what you're talking about. You have a really smart hockey player, and to compare him to Pavel Datsuk is no joke. Uh, and and we don't take that lightly on this show. But the way that he takes this puck, and sure he could have taken it. Oh, I, nobody can see my uh, mouse, but he could have taken it out front. That's kind of where the pass was going. But he turns, uses his hips, turns his legs out because he knows 
how and what that next play should be. Yeah. And that's so it's such a simple next move, but it's what gives him the ability to get the puck back over to Larkin, who is now one of two Red Wings that are behind the defenseman and allowing Dylan Larkin to get the puck cross ice to debrink it. Now we've said it a million times on the show. The Red Wings seem to be living and dying with the cross-ice passes. So when those aren't there, that's when you get like a game against Chicago where it feels like, what? <laughs> like, how are we losing to Chicago late in the third period? And yeah. thank God to bring it bounced one in uh, off of uh, uh, Mrazic there. But sure. Yeah. No, Matt, you know, it's what completely not, feels like it right. unlocks this team. Uh, what completely unlocks his team is Lucas Raymond because yeah, <clears throat> he's so good. He's carrying the entire second line. It doesn't really matter who else is out there. He, he makes it possible for Lalone to put Kane to Brinkett and Larkin on a mega, you know, uh, macho man, Hulk Hogan, plus another macho man, um, you know, mega powers line. Um, and Lucas is so good. He's still creating offense basically by himself, you know, God bless Confer and, and big Ress, who is six foot six tall. Man. Um, but yeah, uh guys... Raymond, he was filthy yesterday. Like he he looked like he and Kane were like having an all-star contest because they, they both had so many incredible plays. Um I, I think just... Lucas is a is a listener to the pod because he went, Oh my god, I forgot I was in a contract year. I'm yeah, all of the skill they were talking about, I, I gotta unload and produce. Yeah. Um but his yeah, production's no. getting up there too now. Isn't he at 51 points? Yeah, another 50? another three points. Um, you guys yeah. were were laughing at me last week. You, you were like, nah, it's not gonna get above six. I'm I'm telling you guys, Lalone made the comment on his press conference today. Like they have, you know, they have this ability now to run these two different power play lines, they can spread out the offense. He said, like, this is very unique for a hockey team to be able to do what the Red Wings can do with their roster. And uh, you're right. it It's driven right now by the success of Lucas Raymond. You bring in Debrinket, you bring in Patrick Kane. We kind of had the conversations before Kane was even aboard where it was like, okay, this is the part that makes sense. But one of the final pieces, <laughs> we can even look back to, you know, maybe even go back to December. This wasn't, it wasn't passing the eyeball test. Right. Like Lucas Raymond is at a whole nother level right now. And the ability to roll a, like a legit top six right now is really making the difference. And and you're this is when you get to finally play these games where you look at a team like the Tampa Bay Lightning and you're always trying to figure out like, all right, well, you spread out, you know, the offense. And I'm talking about Tampa Bay Lightning Stanley Cup years now, <laughs> you know, you spread out the offense and you're like, Man, how are they? How are they able to have Stamkos and Braden Point, and they've got Kucherov gets to play with either one of those guys, and now now you get to look at, and of course I'm talking about two different centers right there, but now you get to look at on the Red Wing side, you've got two. I'll say, I mean, no problem right now. You have one of the one of the best wingers to yeah. ever touch the puck, and sure, maybe it's like one percentage point slower. But now you've got two legit all-stars on the wing. Maybe if you want to say three, and we'll just go ahead and say everybody on that first line. Let's, 
and then throw in Lucas. It's just this is this is fun, but we got to get no, to I it. do. I do want to touch on it. I did want to hit a few comments because Blake is going hot saying hit the like button. Sheep. I like it a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, guys, gotta, if you could hit the like button, we really appreciate that. Uh, a couple other comments in here, too. Um, oh, Crimson. Yeah, watching that in person, uh, that was rough. Um, moment of silence for Cider's Nuts. Um, your sacrifice will be remembered. R.I.P. Well, they still save money on birth control, right? Silver yeah. lining. It's pretty nice. He seems, yeah, he seems to have a good relationship with Debrinket and Kane's kids. So, you know. And he came out immediately after that. I mean, back on the ice, not out of the game. Um, he took one right in the the tenders, um, hit the, the bench for maybe 10 seconds, and then yeah. he's back out there. Um, Justin Field, 63. How's it going? Saying, I love this team. And uh, saying the wings are the real deal. They certainly look like it. Um, it didn't feel fluky. Um, I know that we talk about hockey style. Um, and, you know, was it one or two years ago, we gave Lalone a lot of grief for uh, playing a really boring style, but he was kind of playing the hand he was dealt. Wow. Um, you know, we're, we're going to just limit chances because we didn't have any scorers, right? Then last year, we had a couple more, and then we would get burned and lose games like six to five. But, Matt, attending that game yesterday, it really felt like, dare I say, now don't freak out because don't think about their playoff performances. Think about the regular seasons. We look like the Maple Leafs yesterday. Like, even when the Capitals got a goal, even when they got a second goal, oh, did they almost get a third one? Um, it just felt like it doesn't matter. This is an offensive buzzsaw. We're going to come back and get revenge and probably get one or two more goals, at least, uh, to teach you a lesson about, you know, hurting poor Alex Lyon's feelings. So it 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 was so up and down and fun. It, it, was, it looked like, you know, the Maple Leafs when they were cooking um, a couple games ago. I'll, uh, I mean, I, I would, I would toss in there too. Like Lalone was thrown out there during his presser today. Like he's, he's calling that out too, but <laughs> yeah, sorry, Jared, before I, I want to hear from you, but Jared, yeah. I was thinking the same thing at the game that Mike is not the curse. It's when Matt and Mike are at the game. Um, yeah. <laughs> cause I got a really good winning streak with me and my lady and, uh, yeah, like, same with me and Michelle too. Matt, with all due respect, I was like, I'm glad Matt's not here. <laughs> so, sorry, um, well, Alone was calling that out too, and I, I, um, I did like. He was calling how... out you not being there. It's pretty cool. I know. It was... <laughs> well, I listened to Red Wings rant, and you know the boys said that they were going to split up, and one of them would go, and one wouldn't. So I feel pretty good about tonight. Um, I don't know how that was that. There's, did that uh, work? Did that did that alone work? That you got to throw in there too. Uh, there's there's two brothers on that uh, Red Wing Ranch show, and uh, we made sure the one we like was there, and so we put up a good fight. Uh, tried to set a career high in goals uh, for the Detroit Red Wings. We came up a little short, about seven goals short, but we'll get them next time. And uh, Matt, please stay away. You need more uh, like Danny DeVito Penguin, like just a little bit. Like he doesn't yeah. really wear it, though. He's he's more of a G. Kylie Shucks. Uh, he should, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Jared, Mike, Mike's is better. <laughs> what I was going to say was that uh, he was talking today in his presser, like bringing up, like you said, like another goal would hit the board. He did bring it up, though. It's like, you know, we 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 kind of. They took advantage of a couple of weak spots for us, right? Like he was saying, like, we fell off a little bit and it, <laughs> it, it was uh, 
it's something to me that that I've I've always enjoyed uh, in my coaches is that you can win a game eight to three, but your coach is still looking at it and going like, whoa, 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 whoa. You've always better clear up those three goals next time. Um, Cause you know, it's, uh, it's yeah. just, it's, it's kind of like, um, he doesn't have the intensity of, of Dan Campbell. We know that, but it's, it's being real with it, you know? And how many weeks ago were we talking about, he, he was actually going into press conferences saying <laughs> we're overachieving right now. This, this isn't, I mean, and that's very different from Dan Campbell, by the way, where Dan Campbell's like, Hey, we know this is who we thought we were. We were going to the Super Bowl this year. Um, but some realism is really going to help this team out too. Cause I, I mean, you can, you can hear it with the boys that it's more about yeah. getting, uh, you know, Alex Lyon saying today, like, I don't want to talk about playoffs. We have a ton of games to go. Nothing's complete. And all that realism is going to carry a little bit better through an 82 game season, uh, compared to the, uh, 17 game season in the NFL. So I think, I think, I think newsy right now is perfect for this group. <laughs> and for a guy like Alex Lyon, who even said today, like, Nope. We, we see that there's weaknesses. We see that there's still work to do. Sure. Uh, but, but again, all of that, all of those call outs today from Newsy coming on a night where how many, <laughs> how many times have I made fun of the wings and their, uh, their hockey stat cards, not being able to jump up above four. And it's, it's Lucas Raymond, Mike, that does it for us. Uh, yeah, and, um, production wise. Um, I just totally lost my train of thought. Um, hey, Aaron's going to be at the game on Saturday. Oh, yeah, that's Aaron, the big bring us some good that, luck. Is that Florida? Um, yeah, we have Islanders tomorrow, I think, if you're listening to the podcast. Yeah. Tonight. And then uh, Benjamin Kaiser. I don't know if we've heard from you. How you doing, Ben? Oh, um, yeah, I like what he said, too. And uh, maybe the ladies are the key. Send them by themselves. <laughs> yeah, they are They are better looking for sure. So that's, that'll uh, I... inspire the boys. I'm going to put a guess out there with my last two experiences with Michelle, that that would actually be the more enjoyable experience for her at a Red Wings game. Um, that's shade on myself. No shade on Michelle. Well, that's uh, shade one on thing, myself. Uh, one thing I did want to touch on with, uh, you know, uh, as far as improvement goes, because we have had the Red Wings have some games where they were absolutely incredible um, for a period. So, was it the San Jose Sharks game where we up five to zero? Or was it five to one? And then they came, they stormed all the way back, tied it, and we lost six to five. Let's call it five to nothing. Who cares? Um, and, Somebody will uh, care. Somebody will come. Like, it felt like stylistically the Red Wings took that big lead, and then they're like, "Well, we'll just kind of sit back, play a little D, and you know, we'll just try to limit, you know, what happens." And that that is not the strength of this team. Um, I don't think they should feel, you know ashamed or embarrassed that we have a lot of skilled gifted goal scorers on this team like playmaking guys why don't we just keep trying to score and our defense will be more offense and it felt like this team sat and watched that san jose shark game before they played this game and said if they score one goddamn goal we're putting up an eight bomb tonight and then <laughs> lo and behold they put put in an eight bomb so it it kind of feels like this team is you know um just accepting reality um and it's now their identity Let's go i'm gonna four goals i'm gonna give a shout out to uh i don't know if he's a listener but he's been a guest on the show devin little uh we put out there on twitter uh the eight was in honor of uh alexander ovechkin 
making oh, the rounds. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that sweet? Well, that was a really good call out by Devin. Um, so things are gravy right now. Uh, I think to add to the gravy, uh, we have again, I'm pulling up Tankathon here to show the strength of the schedule. What's left? Oh, that's smart. Yeah. When you manipulate your webpage, Tankathon, make sure your ads cover up your goddamn tables. Tables. Okay. There we go. Uh, all right. So. Jared, make sure you screen grab all screen Matt's uh, tabs up there. Uh, what do I have? Twitter, bookmark. cat friendly. Yeah. For that virgin. That's virgin, virgin mobile. Mobile virgin for mobile. virgins that walk. Hmm. This mm. is uh, the dynamics of innovation. Uh, of innovating. Healthy virgins. drink. Healthy yeah. drink maker by brands launches its bevolution. Uh, oh. Yeah, I, aren't, aren't you bummed that you pointed this out? Ever? There's a bunch of Harvard Business. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Matt, he knew this I've was coming. He set yeah. up his oh. Harvard Business uh, uh, portfolio up here. Um, Lemon, lemon, garlic, lemon grilled. garlic grilled chicken wings recipe. Matt, can you slide these over to the real bookmark so you know what you're doing in your free time? We're just kidding. We don't want to see that. All, All right, right. Okay. let's get into the schedule here. <laughs> somebody will see that later. Somebody will get a screen. It's on YouTube now, so somebody can get a screenshot of what it's those are. It's out there in the world. Um, uh, oh. Big old butts. Um, <laughs> Matt, is this up to date? This is. I pulled it. This is fresh. You promised? Yeah. Wow. So, so there's only there's okay, only win, three win. teams in the East that have an easier schedule than the Red Wings uh, to end to end the season. Also, I wanted to call out too. Look at look at Toronto's toughest opponents. Look at Florida's toughest <laughs> opponents. That now Red says Wings, baby, Woo! trouble. Yeah, right. Oh yeah, the you're wheel in is trouble. trouble. Come in. <laughs> uh, that's actually a nice little Easter egg on on these. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, like like I said, to to add the gravy on top. I know I know Tampa, like we we have the numbers on Tampa right now. We are on top of Tampa in the standings. Um and they are one of the three teams that has an easier schedule to end the season. But Tampa just looks like such a violent dog shit right now. I I'm not I'm not even worried about them. Um I didn't know that Sergeyev was there. Uh, I didn't know Sergeyev was there Rasmussen. Yeah, live and die. White flag, we're done. Now, uh, yeah, again, just to kind of, for anybody uh, just listening on the podcast, again, looking at the strength of schedule rankings, we just kind of, you know, like this is really going to set us up here where our, our toughest competition, right, um, I, I would say to the end of the season, I think absolutely the Islanders, I'm, I'm still including uh, the Flyers, and I tried to explain it last week, um, where it's like, they if if another team jumps up in the wild card in that metro division they're going to knock the flyers down outside even the wild card uh so there's that possibility so you got to keep the flyers in mind uh and then of course pittsburgh uh we don't have to worry about columbus rangers uh, we could throw them in there florida we don't have to worry about um new jersey Again, they have a pretty tough schedule to end the season. One we want to worry about. Toronto, uh, fifth hardest schedule to end the season. And we are two points behind. Toronto has a game in hand. For all intents and purposes, we could say four points behind. But, um, yeah, man. I mean, that, uh, that Detroit-Toronto matchup, man, 
that's a pretty gargantuan game. That's going to be huge. Uh, Washington, we took down again to get those wins over Washington too is huge. If it if it comes down to that, um, what if I, I don't know? Boston's iffy because if you look at the standings, I think Boston only has like one more win than us, but they they lose a lot in overtime. Um, so it's it it's something I don't know. Maybe we could keep an eye on Boston. I I just it's so funny. Like I look at Florida, I'm like nah, but Boston I still feel like is attainable, even though they're both at the same level in the standings. Um, and uh, you know, the last two with the hardest schedule remaining, <laughs> poor, poor Montreal and Buffalo, <laughs> uh, who are, you know, they're, they're not going anywhere this year. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's, it's right now feeling good. The gravy on top is that we have an easier schedule to end the season. I mean, you're, you're talking games with Columbus, two against Arizona, two against Montreal, You've got three Buffalo games, uh, which we have, you know, we've had some struggles with Buffalo, so I, I don't necessarily want to call those easy, but, um, and then we've got uh, two with the Islanders, um, who we've got them coming up tomorrow, but I, I'm still, you know what? Chalking it up. Easy, easy game. That is one of your easier opponents. Um, it's going to mean a ton to the Islanders, still a ton to us, but chalking it up. We're going to yeah, lose I think now. The, but... the one thing is um, I do appreciate the uh, effort we're putting into saying, hey, these are games that are a little bit more uh, winnable uh, based on the skill level of the other team versus what we have. But, man, I do like having tests. And, um, like, playing that Colorado game, you know, that, that, was, that was one of the best games, like, start to finish I've watched in a while. I mean, I had a lot of fun at the Washington game, but it was, you know, it was eight to three, you know, we kind of walked around, did a lap. We tried to buy those uh, sauna clothes, which were impossible. Um, the only friend of mine who went to the game, uh, she stood in line for basically the duration of the hockey game um, to finally buy something halfway through the third period, man. So I'm just saying I had a blast at the Washington game, but I do. I wouldn't mind some more of these tests, so that's why I'm I'm kind of excited for Saturday. Um. Yeah, absolutely. I have way too much confidence right now. Like, way, way too much confidence, and uh, it scares me because whenever I got really confident last year, then we'd face Ottawa for two straight games, and it would it would go it would hit hard. <laughs> it was, do you remember like a year ago, we got uh, goalied? by Vasilevsky and we all yeah. just kind of walked away and we were like you know what you play a game like that but you lose like it's okay and I think that was when we got into the you know hard conversation of like the moral victories still matter and a lot of people were saying yes they still matter we made the argument no but it was like if you play that game every night you're gonna win and then the Red Wings played uh they played very much the opposite for two straight games that was at before this season, that was my most confident I've felt with Detroit and Detroit hockey in what, like five, six years. We're here again. I think the one thing that's scaring me most right now is how confident I am. Um, no. Does anybody else have that worry? I think um, I actually feel really good. Um, and this is exactly what I was hoping we would get. And I said that if we could make February count 
and go 500, maybe we could still be buyers. And the Red Wings said, no, we'll just win like all of them. How about that? <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're looking at March 8th, which is just, uh, wow, is that two Fridays away? Yep. So wow. we're almost not, there. Not this Friday, but next we'll be, um, like you said, Mike, you wanted to, we'll, should we commit to that? We'll, we'll try and take a, a half day or something and watch the, watch yeah, everything then, go uh, down. And I did want to throw in a few comments too, because uh, like Ketzel was saying, active chat today. Um, yeah. So people are people are already pretty confident about this team. They're ready to start building for the future. Um, Blake saying, "I want to see what uh, which defenseman uh, Stevie's going to snag." Um, and then I, I mean, and- saying, "Got to trade Ghost. Stock has to be pretty high right now. Give that money to Kane." Yeah, it's almost like Kane's playing too well, and it's like all these uh, pie-in-the-sky dreams Matt and I had for picking up guys. It's like, shit, now we're going to have to pay Kane like seven, eight mil. Yep. Uh, Benjamin Kaiser throws out there, let's not anger the hockey gods, please. <laughs> so there is too much confidence going around. Um, I like uh, Dan B. Boys are in the playoffs. The only thing to be determined is can they finish in the top three? So there now Dan B coming in with a level of confidence that there's only one conversation to be had at this point. Hi, <laughs> Dan, you were, you were scaring the crap out of me. Um, Ketzel, oh. I just know who I don't want to play in the playoffs. Lol. again, you guys in your level of confidence, you're, you're already saying who you, who you don't want to play and you're picking who you do. Jared thrown out there, Florida question mark. Ketzel with a smiley face. I, I got to say, I'm right there with you. I have been playing that game <laughs> today. I've been going through the standings and kind of, ah, do we want to hit up the Metro or do we want, uh, you know, do we want to make, I, I mean, think about how terrifying that would be with Florida and our, uh, how difficult it's been for us just to get over in Florida. Like not, don't even think about how Florida has, has been dominating and the, the, the beast, the bear has been awoken of Matthew Kachuk. Don't even concern yourself with that and how he's playing against the rest of the league. Just think about how difficult it's been for the wings to get a win over Florida these last few years. Like just, just that alone is scaring the poop Um, out of me. Yeah. I, they're going to, the Red Wings are going to have this kind of plucky um, identity in the playoffs though. Cause it's like, we haven't, we haven't been in the playoffs in years. And so there's like, there's nothing to lose. There's no, there's no stakes where these other teams are like, you know, we, this is some make or break stuff uh, for us. Um, I think a good example is Vancouver who might have to blow it up and trade um, Elias Pettersson to the Red Wings for a host of prospects, first round picks. Um, but I just like getting Matt going and making him smile there. Um, but uh, it makes me happy. I know, but um, yeah, it does. It does feel like this team, you know, like as, as compared to last year where it was like, oh, man, we're just clinging. We're clinging to that seed. You know, we're right there. Oh, no, we're well, we're just like four points out. Man, we're just eight points out. We're just a, I want to kill myself where this year it feels like <laughs> um, there's just I think there's just a lot more depth. So I don't you know, obviously hockey gods could come in and, you know, injure the the entire team. But it's I feel like they have a sustainable style. And they have the guys to do it, and they still have room to add pieces um, in two weeks. So it 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 looks pretty good. 
Yeah, uh, one thing we hadn't taken a look at yet was um, the Atlantic Division standings. And again, to go back to, do you care about uh, Boston and Florida and what their strength of schedule is? Um, you know, it's a 10-point difference with, you know, 22, 23 games to go uh, with us in Boston. Uh, they they lose a lot in overtime. Um, I did want to ask uh, everyone, too, because I everyone knows I've brought up Puck Soup before. I listen to every episode. They, they brought up how many times the Red Wings win in overtime and how that sort of like hides the blemishes right like they could just as easily be losing in overtime is that is that not like the opposite conversation we've been having for years hasn't the conversation always been more on the boston side like you always lose in overtime but you get those extra loser points as opposed to you win the game and you turn one point into two Am I crazy? Or did, did Puck Soup just make something up so that they could sit on their throne of, see, the Red Wings do stink? So, I mean, would you rather have the like the five-on-five five numbers of Florida or the Red Wings? Probably Florida, right? Right, yeah, Florida. Um, well, Florida's are kicking the, ass. Are the, playoffs, are the playoff overtimes going to play like the regular season overtimes? No. No. But... Do they help exemplify some of the strengths of this team, um, which is creative, individual, playmaking, and stick handling? Yes. So I don't think it's quite, you know, the gloom and doom that they're putting it out to be. Um, yeah, I mean, you can be you can be a little concerned about you know how they're going to win games against you know maybe like a Florida, like win a whole series against Florida, but. I still think as long as that's not their first round matchup, I feel pretty good that they can either win a first rounder or give somebody a real scare. Yeah. Like, well, the thing for me is just that you, you have a team that can carry almost any opponent. Like if you're going to say they go into a lot of overtime games, you can carry almost any opponent in a, in a league that, you know, is balanced. You can carry almost any opponent, uh, into the third period and have a chance to win it. I, I like that's, I don't know. I just, I, I, I really, I rant a lot about Red Wings fans being irresponsible sometimes. And I'm just like, whoa, 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 let's calm down. But this is the one that got me. And I was like, what, what are we doing? Complaining yeah. about how many times the Red Wings win in overtime? The crunch, like it's crunch time. Now it's do or die. And the yeah. team that overcomes and wins is the one that we're complaining about. No, it's it's Boston, who's actually thirty four and and uh, what's the math? Twenty six. Like they're not they're not thirty four and twelve. They've lost twenty six <laughs> times, just like sure. us. Yeah, they have one more win than us. I don't know. Yeah, they've done a good job of, you know, squeaking together and keeping it close. Um, do, you know, do we have concerns about the Red Wings, you know, in a tight defensive series? Yeah. That's why I, you know, turned to my lady yesterday and I said, I know that the Capitals aren't very good, but I like playing them because it's a real up and down style. So I think best case scenario for the Red Wings, it's not necessarily which team. I mean, please not Florida. 
uh, but a team that does like to go up and down the ice um, and kind of take a few more chances to get goals. I think that yeah. would be the ideal scenario for us. No. Yeah. I, I, uh, I think I definitely agree with you there. I, um, I, I'm the vibes wise. I'm scared of Florida. Um, that's where a lot of my hesitations come from. The hockey gods are also giving me pause. I don't want to say anything bad about anybody. I think every team in the NHL is great and I don't want to see any of them. And I think we're guaranteed to lose hockey gods. <laughs> Good reverse psychology. The gods will never notice, man. I like it. No, it's, um, you know, it's like every sport. It's not necessarily, you know, did the better team win? It's usually about the matchup. So yeah, yeah. I, I just hope that we get a chance to, um, kind of showcase our offense i hope that it's not something where we kind of have to be on our heels and then the other team might get a one goal lead and they just you know play really tight defensively that's that's not usually a recipe for a red wing victory i you know i mean excuse I could me challenge the that colorado I... game but colorado also played their backup goaltender that game true I, I like i could challenge that and say like a really tight game was the one against chicago like chicago was having a special night and they yeah, wanted to get a win that's and they an inferior team. In. it is it is but you play a tight game you play a tight game you know so i let's uh let's hit a few comments i know we got to get the business in there too um because we had some some folks jump in and i had to touch on ketzel saying the only stat i care to see is goal differential my man ketzel me and you brother look at that beautiful plus 27 that's that was the other measure where we were always like, okay, you were in the playoff hunt, but yeah. how many teams were like in the negative or like Tampa's a plus one. We're a, a, Tampa's a plus one. We're a plus 27. Yeah. We're a plus 27. Like last year, last year was smoke and mirrors when we were like negative one or like just negative three. We're right there by the points. And then the goal differential, like, you know, kind of brought us back down to earth. Yeah. Um, we had a couple in there. Newsy Grew, what's up from Tweet Town? What's, what's up, up? Newsy Grew? Um, Corey, how you doing, bud? Yeah, I feel. I think you were here last week. Hope you're doing well. Said uh, only if we could have grabbed a couple more points in December. Yeah, I mean, if we didn't completely crater in December and our goaltending yeah. didn't get hurt and Larkin didn't get hurt and you know Kane was Kane, you know, probably could have been a different story in the standings, right? Um, but I, I. Matt and I really romanticize this sport, and I really think the narrative, it's almost like we needed December so that we could really feel it in January and February. And then I also kind of make it where we have an understanding of what to look for come the trade deadline. But Corey, yeah, if only December wasn't so bad, we would be probably above Toronto at this juncture. Um a uh, couple couple throws uh, of who everybody wants in the first round. Newsy grew throughout there. The question, who do you guys want? He says Boston. Dan B goes Boston is slow. I want them. Not Carolina or New York. That th That's interesting because that, that's going to have to play out like by either us taking over Toronto or us taking – like it, it does feel like Florida's just going to go on a roll right now and just kind of cruise past and take the uh, take the east. Um, so at that point, I mean, if you want to avoid Carolina or the Rangers, you, you've kind of got one option at that point. Um, uh, I, I, somebody else threw out there, uh, a pick on Boston as well. Um, 
Jim Johnson. I, I got to say the Rangers, Matt, are probably my number two team I don't really want to play. Florida is far and away number one because it's going to be big grass um, and nobody else. Um, but the Rangers, I, I just don't really want to play Shesterkin in, in the playoffs. It'd be really interesting, like in a, a seven game series, to see us against Carolina because Carolina notoriously owns the puck, but they've never had like that that score, right? Like yeah. how we are just top top to bottom. We have these guys that take advantage of the chances they're getting. Um, and boom, you know, we have the second highest shooting percentage in the league. It'd be really interesting to see like what that kind of game turns into. Does Carolina have to limit us to like 12 chances in the whole game <laughs> for them to get the win? And every game ends one to nothing. That, that would be fun to watch. Like just two offenses that, uh, this year for the Wings and then historically for Carolina would just be so opposite. Uh, New York, I, I feel like those games could get out of hand. Those could be some high scoring games, uh, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, out Florida... of hand, Matt. Um, Shane Barry. How you doing, Shane? I don't know if we've seen Shane before. Hope you're doing well too, man. Um, saying playoff cider will be a monster. Yeah, if I'm going to make a short list of uh, big, needy men slapping meat uh, on behalf of your beloved Detroit Red Wings, it's big grass and probably cider. So if we did end up getting the roughest draw possible and we did play Florida, um, I agree. Probably be cider and grass. That's got to be – that's an episode I think I I can't wait to officially get to that point so we could start having those conversations, like really like going top to bottom in this roster and like, okay – who's gonna who's gonna do this right for us who's who's gonna be that that superstar that uh is becomes like that huge playoff performer who uh it, it was uh bickle right for chicago i felt like always like got way overpaid was an absolute nothing in regular seasons but in the playoffs man that guy really turned it on um in those you know those monster playoff years for chicago that's where I, I want that guy. I want that problem. I want to see who that problem's going to be for us. Hopefully it is Rass since we already paid him for four years. But, you know, uh, I, w- I want to see who that guy we're going to be like, oh, we can't let him go. He's awesome in the playoffs. And then, uh, you know, it turns into a big problem later. Um, I did have a few more comments in there. Um, just Jared um, agreed December was that wake-up call. And then, yeah, Reimer has been playing South lately. Um, just really makes everything a lot easier for everybody. Um, and then he mentioned the five Oh shutout, stealing one from Chicago and Matt, somebody we haven't, I don't know if we've heard from him in a, in a while, Schlark, Schlarchy or Schlarky saying, uh, they'd like to play the Rangers. Um, and then just followed up by Carolina plays too good defensively. Rangers will give us some chances. Um, yeah, I don't think you're wrong. I, I just, you know, Igor in the playoffs, I, I'm not excited to see, but yeah, I mean, it's going to be a tough matchup either way. Um, I shade thrown out there. Raymond will step it up too. what, what, what if Lucas Raymond turns into like Nikita Kucherov when they were winning cups? Oh my Woo! God. Just Man. every night scoring a goal laughing in Montreal or at <laughs> Montreal, I should say, since they were doing the COVID thing, but yeah. Oh my God. That's what Ketzel was saying. Oh, God. Imagine Ray Ray goes off in the playoffs. Then I'll have to pay him bank. 
Oh, God. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, I, I made that statement. I was like, you guys are going to be feeling lucky at $6 million by the end of this season. Uh, man, is he looking good right now. Okay, a little bit of business. We'll be right back, and then we are going to talk. My favorite subject. Oh, no. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially coming up this spring. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now at DraftKings Sportsbook, we're giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot at cash later. You can throw down on all the major action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. Plus, with same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props, your betting options feel endless. Red Wings uh, have some pretty tough games coming up. Who knows? Maybe, uh, maybe that just means the odds will be that much tighter. And if you put some money down on your favorite Red Wings team to win, which I'm sure you'd all agree... You know, maybe things could go your way. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw with your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. My favorite uh, roasts were Jared, stop yelling at us, Matt. <laughs> and then uh, Blake saying, fast forward. Blake, you can't fast forward the live show. You got to listen tomorrow on Spotify. <laughs> and you can fast forward. Just like I do on every ad on my podcast I listen to. We're not supposed um, to tell everybody to do that right after. That's when <laughs> DraftKings is still listening to make we're sure we're doing it right. We're just kidding. Um, we got some easy ones here. Mike Sebastian Cosa, your player of the week. 2-0, shut out. Um, actually, you know, we had, uh, forgive me here. I, I'm terrible with memories uh, uh, yeah. ever since I got hit in the head uh, a while back. But yeah, I mean, what I can remember, uh, somebody help me out in the chat here. Who are the Griffins playing? But basically a 19-game winning streak against uh, the Griffins, probably, I think 14, 15-game point streak. And Sebastian Cosa comes in and shuts the goddamn door. Helping him win that player of the week. Um, good things. Somebody pointed oh, out uh, like Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, good things. And, and, the Admirals. And pointed out a, a year ago, we yeah. saw this same sort of, I don't know if we want to say streak, if we want to say just like clear improvement of the game. Same thing we saw in the ECHL ending the season, just like going. And right now, AHL, it look it kind of is feeling like Kosa's getting it. He's getting through January, and now at this point, it's looking like a shutdown goaltender. Um, yeah, you know, it was, it was we're probably less than a month <laughs> removed from me saying like, ah, get rid of Kosa. Let's just let's just lean on Trey Augustine and see where that goes. But uh, you know, that was sort of tongue in cheek, but feels pretty good right now to have somebody that you are so confident in, just me speaking of course uh and trey augustine to now see sebastian Cosa kind of going two seasons in a row here upgrading leagues and improving his game this that's is, that's huge that's huge for us 
This is the best time for a prospect to do well, right before the deadline, and increase that value, baby. Bring home EP40. Woo! Woo! Oh, and Dan B calling out one of the best parts of this, too, is Kosa versus Wellstat. Um, Ooh, Dan B, good call. Yes. Uh, huge. Iserman is glued to that game, going, God damn it. Griffin's up two to one. Um... Good news there. Maybe some future good news, Mike? Matthew? Mike, my absolute favorite topic to talk about Wait every year. Before we before we go into this for 12 hours, uh, <laughs> weren't you going to bring in some real news? Because uh, oh. this, is, this is not happening, first of all. Um, as much as it would make all of our hearts soar with joy. Um, yeah, what is this crap? The Red Wings getting the first, quote, jersey patch partner that the team will announce on Thursday. Uh, Matt, the first one to break this news, we'll give it to Brad Galley. Um, the second person to actually see this tweet and get insider uh, uh, viewership of this patch, uh, famed comedian Richard Lewis, who just couldn't take it anymore, oh. and, and he passed away, Matt. I'm sorry. Richard Lewis... He said, not on this. Not, I'm not terrible. Gonna, I'm not going to be part of this world where the Red Wings put garbage on those beautiful jerseys. I'm out. And Richard Lewis, we love you on curb. <laughs> Loved your stand up. We're going to miss you. And we understand not wanting to see the patch. He he legit might laugh at that joke if he was a Red Wings fan. He I would just... appreciate it. <laughs> um rest in peace, rest Richard, in Lewis. peace Richard Lewis. Yes. Um that was that was horrible. Um to learn. Uh I, I hope he got in there for that last curb season. He he had to have. What am I talking about? Yeah he um, was in there. Oh I haven't watched it yet. Okay anyway uh back to the other heartbreaking matter. Um a patch partner, Mike. We knew it was coming. Doesn't it make it any easier to stomach? I like that too. You know what? Dan B's right. Call it a jersey ad. This patch partner trying to, oh, let's have a couple of peas will make it sound nice and fun and round and bouncy. Pa, 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 pa. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I want to know who it is before we really complain, because this could go. What if it was just like Chase Bank? Like what? <laughs> if it is Rocket or UWM, I am gonna be livid. Rocket is red. It will totally work. I was telling everybody in the Discord, which, by the way, everybody join the Discord uh, to find a way to. Let me, let me see if I can cue this up while I'm talking. We'll pull, I'll pull up the Discord and share the the link here, but. Talking about it in the Discord. It'll totally disappear. It'll be great. Go with Rocket Mortgage. Maybe they can do like, um, remember like when LeBron was on the Heat and he did those, he coerced the team into doing black on black script. Like maybe if Rocket does like a red on red so you can barely even see it. Maybe that'll, we'll, it'll be a little more tolerable. <laughs> um, but how I did actually announce the partner yet? Yeah. I don't that... understand. Don't we already, shouldn't we already know based on like, you know, public stock information who, who like the likelihood of who it is that is I mean, kind it's of not, it's not like happy's pizza right 
I I feel like if it was uh, my place of business, like I I would know right now. I feel like they would tell us like, hey, you guys, uh, make sure you're you've got your computers tuned in at 11 a.m. Eastern time tomorrow and watch the press conference. You know, or they'd actually, you know, what they would do? We'd all be invited to like LCA to like go watch the unveiling so that there'd be somebody there going like, woo. Um. Uh... Can I throw in a few comments too? Yeah. Uh, Crimson saying, better be Red Wings shoes. Ooh, I like that one a lot. I like that. I like that. Uh, That'd be a good save, right? Dan B saying, of course they waited until team got successful. Smiley face of a clown. I like that a lot. <laughs> um, Ketzel, the first, it better be fucking their last. Ketzel, if, hope you're buckled in. It's going to be fucking NASCAR on ice. You're going to throw up blood. If you buy a Leafs jersey on coolhockey.com, does it have does it say milk on it? Doesn't say milk on it, right? No. Yeah. I mean, look. It's just while you're watching TV, right? Like you're not going to buy a jersey and it's going to say Rocket Mortgage on it. Yeah. It's so I, I got to say, we got three comments cooking in a row. Uh B Retro yeah. Gamer who we have not heard from in a long time. Hope oh god. Well, Saying Sam Bernstein. Yeah, oh, let's cook it up, baby. baby. Oh, baby. Um, uh, I'm going to skip one and come back to it because it's going to make our hearts swell with joy because Crimson said, knowing our luck, it's going to be go, daddy. Oh, God. And then Jim Johnson um, quoting Blake saying, a Red Wing rant patch. Oh, that oh, brings a tear oh. to my eye. I'm going to cry. That's so cute. Um, Thank you, guys. That's my pick. Yeah. Wouldn't that be yeah? Wouldn't that be like if we if we had won the lottery, we just hadn't told anybody. Like when they do those sudden... contests where like little kids can design like the city mascot, you know? Yeah. And somehow with <laughs> with thirty votes instead of everyone else tied with one, Red Wings rant squeaks in. Uh, Woo! Yeah, that's what they should have done. They should have let us vote on who would uh, be their partner. Ooh, Ketzel reminding us: this is why I hate Euro jerseys. Yeah. If you buy a Euro jersey, are they I mean like if you get like a like a, a a European football jersey, it says like Qatar Airways on it. Does a hockey jersey do that too? Right? Am I wrong? Uh I don't know. I like soccer jerseys is what I meant. I hope you guys are collecting Red Wing jerseys now in case that is this, like what's gonna happen because otherwise it's gonna be like collecting pokemon cards and like yeah there's shiny charizards but you want the old shiny charizard you know like the og with all the ads on it i uh i have i have a tiny collection um of blank jerseys right now you're you're aware of this mike um yeah. got my i actually found out one of my uh one of my bookmarks is the uh cool hockey you know make your own jersey uh you gotta mail it in uh I, i'm waiting till some more uh contracts get signed i, I love ras but you know uh, that, that wasn't idea? the one i was waiting for <laughs> you know what would be a good idea on the jerseys DraftKings. oh oh boy <laughs> um i i did uh jared called out too like um because i think some people in the discord were, were saying like little caesar's pizza but um i think they want to make money on this deal so probably won't be Little Caesars. Uh, uh, will it be uh, MeUndies? Well, I was going to say, it would just be interesting with Motor City Casino if mm. they would do DraftKings. Because you look at it as like, well, now we're getting casino money and 
online or is it seen as a competitor? Like that's where it gets kind of interesting. Is if it's, I guess it'll be tolerable as long they have, there has to be some contingency in the contract that it's like, dude, we're not having like an orange, blue and black patch on here. You have to do something in red and white or we're not doing it. Right. It's gotta. Yeah. Like that's where Toronto's milk is just a white splash on their Jersey. Uh, now, Jim, I I do agree with Jared that they're not going to waste this patch on Little Caesars, but Jim's right. There's nothing stopping them from putting a Little Caesars patch on these <laughs> jerseys. Let's get rid of that wheel and just make it a pizza. And you know what? For all you guys that are <laughs> scoffing at it right now, or like you're harumphing, <laughs> that would be the most badass jersey you know what? They should do so that wait, 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 one wait, wait. night. So one night. The wheel, like... the wheel is like a full round pizza. And then yes. the, like the wing, is it all the ingredients flying off on a Little Caesars Ooh. delivery? I was just picturing the wing, but you just made it better. I, I mean, but it can't just be like, it's got to look like a Ninja Turtles cartoon pizza. You know, like it's got to be like dripping with cheese. Yeah. That, I mean, do Little Caesars night. Do a one, you know, they wear it, you know, in their practice round or whatever. That jersey would sell like nobody's business. If you guys knew it wasn't going to be the forever Red Wing, you guys know you'd all be, oh my God, I need that Red Wing pizza if we, jersey. If it wasn't like the permanent jersey and like for one night only, Little Caesars is making a specialty, you know, yeah. big rasp, big slice, deep dish Red Wing jersey with, you know, you know cheese what? and pepperonis and mushrooms flying off the back. Matt, get call, on it. Design call up Paramount. They have their new Ninja Turtle cartoon coming out this summer. Call up Paramount. You got to, you know, they're going to go through the summer months, but they want yeah. people to still stay interested. Yeah. Exhibition season. Matt, One of those games, uh, roll out the Little Caesars or the uh, make, make Little Caesars <laughs> like the official pizza of uh, the Ninja Turtles. And then, um, uh, a, a important distinction here from Retro Gamer is this for every game? It sounds like it's for every game going forward. The pizza jersey? No, the patch. Oh, <laughs> pizza jersey is just one special night, you guys. Uh, but yeah, the uh, the new patch we're gonna find out about tomorrow is. It sounds forever. pretty permanent. Yeah. The patch will be forever. I imagine the company will change. Uh, you know, probably over a few years. Um. Yeah, because you're going to raise the prices, right? <laughs> you know, I wonder how hard it's going to be to get those patches on a Fanatics jersey. I wonder if that's part of this. Huh. Huh. Iron on. Yeah, no problem. They're easier to make now. Hmm. Makes sense. Okay. Just thought so, about that. So uh, the consensus is we all hate it. Yeah. Oh, did we think anything else was going to happen? I um, I don't know. I'm glad that we we turned it into a positive conversation. Red Wings pizza jersey um, has to happen next season. All right, back to, to the real not to be news. Confused with uh, the pizza stains I have on most of my jerseys that I own. Uh, <laughs> That's you know what you can make your own while you're at the game. Let's see if you don't have enough money to pick up the. So, Matt, who is this slapdick that you're? <laughs> Who's this jabroni? So the story is Pedersen was offered 12 mil. And let's just be, let's be real here. Pedersen's a restricted free agent. Vancouver is in first place. 
they're not doing this at the trade deadline. This is a, a, an off-season conversation. But you guys, and this could be a shorter convo, but I, I put I put a question in on Twitter, and I think it was 60-30, or I'm sorry, 70-30, um, that you guys thankfully picked the right thing. And this will make more sense when I actually say what the Twitter poll was. Um, so I did a Twitter poll, finished 70-30. I said, would you rather have Elias Pettersson, who, and the reason I'm asking, has not signed an offer of $12 million in eight years with Vancouver. He's not signed it. Doesn't say he doesn't plan to in the future. Doesn't say, you know, he, he like saw the contract and threw it back at Vancouver. All we know is that $12 million was put in front of him and Vancouver can't be happy not knowing what the future is for Elias Patterson, right? That's where the wheels start turning. We've been talking about how Patterson probably doesn't want to spend the rest of his life in Vancouver. And why would that change just because of one season? He knows the track record of his own team. Maybe he's paying attention to that enormous shot percentage that Vancouver has. And he's been eyeballing Michigan who, uh, there he is wearing U of M stuff. And, uh, you know, kind of thinking about his countrymen from Sweden who've made a real life in the Metro Detroit area. And I'm just saying, guys, the Twitter poll was, would you rather have Elias Pettersson or a top 10 prospect pool? Because God damn it, I will empty that, drain the pool. I'll say it like that, just so that we're not stealing from the... Um guy who's going to be running for president drain yeah. the pool ladies and gentlemen drain the pool get me elias <laughs> patterson whatever it takes i'd include simon Edmonds in that <clears throat> well um yeah for Edmondson, i i for patterson i think you could do Edmondson. um but just a couple notes that i do want to touch on yes it's more important to have this um proven superstar rather than maybe prospects uh, do want to throw that out there if you're scared of the price i wouldn't be too concerned about that i think he does understand his value in this league and he should get a big number but it's not necessarily that he's saying no to 12 million dollars it looks like he's saying no i don't care how much you pay me i fucking hate it here and he doesn't want to play in vancouver <laughs> which is understandable i mean it's fucking vancouver yeah right um so you know that might be a a number he would entertain uh when he's looking at the uh you know scowled expression of our beloved steve eiserman um and saying hey we're gonna set you up with you know uh future hall of famer patrick kane or he can be a future hall of famer uh lucas raymond what do you want to do so i mean That'd be an insane second line or even the first line at that point. Would there be some some repercussions? Like, you know, maybe you can't afford as much depth. Would it be harder to sign Sprong? Yep. He's probably gone. Uh, But prospects and that spot where Sprong would have been for, you know, a top 10 player, top maybe 15, if you want to be a little more conservative. Yeah, you do it because those guys aren't available all the time. Yep. Oh, you've got there's there's a few names on here that we can point to that'll give us some space. Uh, decoy thrown out there, future Hall of Famer Andrew Cop. <laughs> um, but 
yeah, to me, this is a no-brainer. Uh, Blake calls me crazy because I threw in Simon Edvinson as a part of this deal. I, I think Twitter's crazy that they do think that you can just land this with like, um, like toss out there one prospect, one guy on the team, and a couple of draft picks because I think that's what. Uh, yeah, and barely chump. I I do I do like his Twitter. Um, he threw this out there. I just think you guys are crazy if you think that's all it's going to take. Um, I, I think absolutely you've, you're throwing in a Simon Edmondson. And I, you know what? You If you look at it and you're like, wow, uh, Vancouver's going to have a hell of a defensive core moving forward. Cool beans. Have fun because we're going to have our MVP going forward. I mean, this is... This isn't just a one-sided MVP. This isn't just offense. This is a guy who plays a good two-way game and something as a couple of EP40 fans here. We've been studying the last few years. Um, actually, you know, I didn't even beer league jump throughout. The, so the trade with Vegas and uh, uh, Buffalo for Jack Eichels, what I showed on YouTube here. You guys might have missed it if you're on the podcast. Peyton Krebs, Alex Tuck, a first-round pick, a second-round pick, brings in Jack Eichel, and a third-round pick comes back. Honestly, that's a holy shit. Is that a steal for Vegas? <laughs> oh my God. If you think about what Jack Eichel brings to the ice, what a steal. Sure. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm really thinking like you, you've got to, their jaw has to be. So yeah, I mean, I think that we would be concerned a little bit about the depth, but I mean, there's, there's a lot of pieces that you could easily kind of move around. Um, God bless you, Billy Huso. I, you know, this is two years now. Um, you know, half of last season, this season, we can't really count on them. So if you find someone who can eat that four, seven, five, pretty easy way to make cap space. Um, oh, Matt, what is her name? Emily, um, Kaplan. On ESPN. Thank Kaplan. you. Um, so the Red Wings are desperately, uh, trying to find a home for Justin Hall because it's not on this Red Wings roster. Um, you find a way to get off that contract. Uh, you know, that's another spot you're making some money. Um, Goss Despair, love him. He is getting 4.1 to only play one side of the ice. So that's a spot where you can put in a, you know, a young guy. That's another 4 million. Um, it's, I don't think the money is really going to be the problem. Um, it's just seducing Vancouver with Red Wing first round picks and prospects. Fethdar throws out there. What about Berggren? Yeah, it's going to have to be sure. Berggren and Edmondson. Yep. They're both in there. <laughs> Berggren, Edmondson, first... I... I mean, if you want a local Detroit comp, it's like the package that you gave up for like Cabrera, where it was like, oh my you know, god, guys, yeah, that is a good call. You you know you had to give up like your two top prospects, you know, to make that work. Yeah, and and like the Jack Eichel trade too, because uh, I did see that brought up more than once, and I do think it is a great comp to start with. But don't forget, there were like, there was fear of like. Is this going to work out for Vegas? They're all, they were also like going like a half a season without him. So it was like they didn't even really get to experience Eichel for a while. And would he ever come back? Like there was there, you know, was there that possibility after the surgery? Like Eichel's never going to play again. Granted, they did their research, but there was that risk involved. And you take a look at like the Matthew Kachuk trade. And, you know, at the time, Kachuk wasn't playing the way he was now for florida like last year you're looking at kachuk and saying mvp candidate of course no brainer um but the year before he had a great season 
but it wasn't like a for sure. Like it, it like this right now, I see Elias Pettersson playing the best of those three names. Sure. Um, so you're yeah, you're giving up something juicy. You got to give up something to get something. You know, it's it's not going to be. You know, this is close. Gonna... This is close, Ben. If you want to throw out what Ben just put out there. Ooh, Kaiser. Yeah, good one. It. Yeah, that's what it would take. I mean, it would hurt. Right, it would hurt to give up Edmondson and Casper and the Burger, but uh, I mean, then you're trying to win a Stanley Cup. So mm-hmm. are we? Are we just trying to, you know, win the best prospect pool for a couple years in a row? Or are we trying to win cups? So yep. last I checked, we wanted to win championships. So that's what it would take. Um, there were some other comments in here I really liked. Sneezy Weezy, we haven't heard from you in a minute, bud. How you doing? Um, he did have a sobering uh, mention here that Eichel. Um, his price came down because he did have injury concerns. Absolutely. Um, you know, nothing to ignore. Oh, there. yeah, absolutely. Sneezy. Yeah. Uh, Paul Miller. What's up, man? I don't think we heard from you in a minute either. Saying taking a piece of advice out of Stevie's book and trade stealing. I think he's talking about the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, truly right. getting Eichel for, uh, you know, dollars to donuts. That that kind of wish uh, the Red Wings had put in a bit. Um well, that's that's the thing, right? Like we've seen a few of these trades pop up these last few years, and then these teams make it to the Stanley Cup Finals. So, and I'm talking about the Eichel, the Kachuk, and it doesn't have to be instant, but it, you know, it can be. Uh, but it's so hard to find these players, and when they're out there, and we can sort of make some fake connected dots about why EP would want to come here. Find a way to do it. And I just realized it's eight o'clock and I go, Mike, I'm a half hour late uh, to put my son to bed. Let me throw a few comments out there. Uh, decoy. Uh, welcome. Missed you, bud today. Uh, saying we got 93 for 28th overall fourth rounder in the Kobe. Um, Fethar St. Ghost. He's a, a, a defender of Goss's fair trades has his weaknesses, but our PP could really suffer without him. I know he's, he's really made us like him, but that's going to be a spot. Like it's, we, we could have another offensive defenseman, you know, in the minors. So that's, that's 4 million there that he'll probably have to help clean up our cap sheet. Uh, did we have another good ones? Oh, just the name we haven't heard from in a while. I, Idetic number one. I don't think we've ever heard from you. How you doing, man? Um, only move. And this is the most pragmatic, I think, comment we've had the entire episode, Matt. Um, only move would be for a D man, most likely on the younger side that can slide into that second pair right-handed replace one of the bottom four D men. Um, that's probably now scenario. That's a trade deadline move, right? That's, that's what Steve's looking at. Matt and I are really, you know, dreaming big. I I think this is, this would be Steve's bullseye. So I think you're right on the money there. Uh, (laughs) decoy. I'm not going to not read this comment. Two prospects, one cup. Oh, uh, that was that was a good one. That's uh, that that might be com- that's comment of the show, right? Um, I did it coming in hot though. Just throwing in some more uh, pragmatic comments. Uh, compensate um, Hall, Petrie, Mata, or Gustus Bear. Compensation would be at most something like Bergeron, one of those aforementioned DMN, and either picks and you know some second tier dude. Um, and then he's also thrown in a who's who of you know jabronis. Um. Sending any top prospect D to Vancouver would be a mistake. Jim, is that mess? Is that from last year? Is that? (laughs) 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 Just kidding. I mean, he has had a good season, but my God, it's Patterson. 
Yeah, it's better I, than guys. It's one of those things like we're not we're not messing around here. Like we're not. I'm not, I'm not talking about doing it. And I and you know we love to bring it, but I you know we weren't gonna get rid of Edvinson to bring in to bring it. But this is a whole nother level. This is your MVP for the next eight years. Um, Larkin is our MVP, and don't get me wrong. I'm just you guys, saying. You want to put it in perspective? This guy is so good. He would make Larkin your second center. Yeah. Your number two center would be Dylan Larkin. That's how good he is. So put that in perspective if you're kind of like on the fence. Oh, I like my prospects. Larkin would be your number two center. Let that sink in. Also, Deco, I appreciate you uh, appreciating my line about your PP could suck. Corey, maybe it's just me. I don't want to bring in a D-man at the trade deadline. If we send one out in a trade, I would want to bring up Big Simon instead. Corey, I'm uh the closer we get to the trade deadline and who's available, I'm kind of I'm kind of with you. There, there's not very much that I I want to go out of my way to bring in, but I would go ham from Sneepy Forty. <laughs> uh, and of course, that's that's again I can't say it enough. We know it's coming in the off season. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Mike and hockey gods, there's no way it's going to happen at the trade deadline. <laughs> you know, anyway. All right. I got to go get in trouble again. Uh, right. Guys, thanks for hanging around. Uh, these are always fun conversations. This is a fun time to be a Wings fan. Hit this is like the most button. fun it's been. Like it. Since we started the show, hit that like button. Help us get found. I hope you guys have been enjoying some of the highlights we've been throwing on YouTube and uh, Instagram too. We're on Instagram. We should probably make a TikTok. But yeah, follow us on Instagram uh at red wings rant we're sharing uh some of our videos there too uh so uh oh. yeah guys we will enjoy the game oh. tomorrow and uh have a nice weekend mike yeah so big slate of games this week but yes as dan b mentioned hope you guys do something on trade deadline day we will be we're gonna be here going right up to the hour um hopefully talking about how great it is to have ep40 on the first line and larkin on the second line <laughs> looking forward to it guys all right yeah see you later dude Let's go, Rocks! That was Let's awesome. Go! All right, all right, Jovin. I don't know. I just said Duke. I said see you later, Duke. Oh, I just yelled over you because I was yep. making that sense out. Let's go, Rocks! Let's go! All right, see ya. <laughs>